Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is about sex. If you're faint-hearted or easily offended, you might not want to listen, but you should. Join me, Tracy Cox, and Kelsey Chittick as we share honest and real sex advice on this award-winning podcast. Tracy is an international sex educator and author of lots of books about sex and relationships. Kelsey is a podcaster, comedian, and author who is getting out of her comfort zone both in the bedroom and in these conversations. Each week, we answer three anonymous sex and relationship questions sent in by you, our listeners. And nothing is off limits. Here's Sex Talk. Hi, and welcome to Sex Talk with Tracy and Kelsey. I have a, a little fact for you to start off the, the podcast, which <laughs> always makes me she's nervous. Pra- she's praising herself. You'll like this. This one made, really made me laugh. There was a study this week that where they found that female frogs fake their own death to get out of sex with a male they don't fancy. Did you see that? I saw that. I saw that. Oh and I God. think to them, you know that what was I think? Hilarious. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> They'd rather die than have sex with you. How do you feel about that, Mr. Frog? Oh, no, but did you see the footage where she they just go really still in the water for two minutes? They go just really still. And I just thought, Christ almighty. Well, women do that, don't you? I remember going to bed with people and just pretending I'm asleep. Well, not dead, but asleep. And just not moving. Yeah, not moving. I remember being like, you can do whatever you want, but I'm not going to make a move. Not a, nothing, <laughs> not even a toe. I'm barely going to breathe. But if you want to do that with a corpse, that's your thing, weirdo. Bit yeah. of necrophilia, that's fine. <laughs> anyway, so that's my lighthearted. I thought you'd be pleased with that because it was all innocent about frogs and not to do with squirting. I love you. I know you love that word. That's the worst thing and, I've ever um, heard. Female ejaculation. Please ejaculation. Don't can we not? Do you think ever... anyone ever says ejaculation without laughing when it's not attached to sex? No, and could we not say it? Can there be a def- different word? I feel like if we had different lingo around sex, people would be able to talk about it more. Like, you know, yeah. when the it was and ejaculate is just means get rid of. So you are allowed to use it. It's when people say thrust. Every time someone says thrust, it makes me laugh. Like that's me. School I just wish we didn't say ejaculation or squirting. I wish we said something like and when it came out and mm, I don't and... like squirting. I hate that. But ejaculation sounds, I always use the correct word. I always think the correct word sounds palatable. I know, because you're a teacher. I don't use, I I make up a word that sounds classy. So then I I feel better (laughs) about doing it. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay. Okay. Here Here we we go. go. Yep. Three good questions today. Number one, I seem to have the opposite problem to my friends. I've just had a baby. She's six months old, and I want to resume having sex with my partner. I'm not exactly dying to have sex, but I do think it's important for us to remain sexual. He knocks me back every time I initiate, coming up with weak excuses why he doesn't feel like it at all. I still have some baby weight to lose, so is he just not attracted to me anymore? This is not doing anything for my self-esteem. Well, you've had a baby. Well, two of the little buggers. So why don't you go first on this one? Yeah, I mean, I think, thankfully, men are now in the delivery room. Men are a big part of us 
birthing the child. And because of that, I think when you watch a woman have childbirth or you experience becoming a parent with someone, your whole relationship changes into this unit about love and keeping this person alive. I honestly don't think it has anything to do with her baby weight. I don't think guys care about that stuff. I think we care and we've been told to care, but guys are just so happy to have sex. I think for him, I would, I would wonder what your birth experience was, if it was easy or hard, if it scared him, if you tore, you know, that you had stitches. I don't know what, what the situation is, but I think he went from seeing you as this kind of sex pot and you guys dated and then you got married and then you were pregnant and he knew you had, you, things were changing, but he didn't see it that much. And now what he's witnessed has probably made him think of you a little bit in a different way. I promise you it will come back. You also might be breastfeeding and when they used to be on your boob all the time and now the baby's on your boob, it's a switch for them. And I don't think you should be worried at all. I totally get that you want to have sex. I would masturbate. I would tell him, you know, whenever you're ready, I would love to get back into it. Is there anything that, you know, is that makes you feel a little bit weird now that we've had the kid? I would just try to definitely have a conversation and just be honest about it. You were only six months out. You're still healing mm. just in general. Um, whether you had a C-section or vaginal birth. So I think that you also are maybe are wanting a connection from him just to remember that you're not just a mom and that your whole life hasn't changed. So you might just want to be honest with him about that and say, hey, I need this physical connection. Even if we don't have sex, can we French kiss? Can you hold me? I just Mm. need to feel touched by somebody other than a newborn. I tell you, honestly, you, we're practically going to give exactly the same advice because um, having not had a baby, I do get men talking to me whose wives have had the baby and they always say, they say things like, once she became a mother, she stopped being a wife. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they mean just taking away sex because of sleep deprivation and exhaustion. I think they think that she changes personality, which she would. And I think that they perceive that she's changed personality probably more than she has because of the whole moving from being a girlfriend then a wife and then you're putting a mother on top and I mean who wants to sleep with your mother no one wants to sleep with their mother do they unless you've got a bit of an Oedipus complex Oedipus complex going on and also you respect your mother you don't want to ravish her so I think that there's all that going on again I think if you saw if you're in there with the delivery and it was a bad birth, I think sometimes men subconsciously blame themselves that they they caused this somehow because they made you pregnant and it it like um, like you just said, Kelsey, like it, all the things that were for pleasure, like the vagina, the breast, is suddenly being used for different things. And it's like, oh, this is all a bit weird. But he probably doesn't even realise that he's juggling all this stuff in his head. But he probably is, but maybe just subconsciously and not really, you know, acknowledging why he feels all confused. But I think that one of the main things that's going on here is that he, she says, I'm not exactly dying for sex, but I feel like we should be sexual. So I think he's probably picking up on that and thinks that she's initiating for his sake, not her sake. So he's thinking, you know, you know, that's so nice of her, but she's clearly so knackered and that's probably the last thing she feels like. So he's doing, he thinks he's doing you a favour by not calling you on it and saying, no, 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 it's me that doesn't feel like it, rather than, you know, so I think he's sort of sympathetic with how you're feeling. So I reckon there's a bit of that going on. But I agree also, have an honest chat about how parenting has affected each of you. 
and ask if he's feeling any of those things. Because one thing that I really get from women who've just had babies, and I think, oh my God, I so relate to that. If I had a baby, I'd be the same, is that they said, the baby's so physical, you're always picking things up and they're like sucking on your breasts and doing all this. And, and that they just feel like they're being physically touched in, in a lovely way, but also it can be quite overwhelming. So the last thing you want is somebody to touch you. So maybe he's sort of, I think she's probably giving off stuff that he's reading and he thinks he's doing her a favour. I don't necessarily, I don't, that like you, I didn't think the baby weight even came into it at all. Yeah. And I, you know, for, I think for so long, women struggle, or at least traditionally there have been, you know, the story is the woman doesn't want to have sex, the man does. I think that's changed a lot now. I think that women are more empowered. We want to have sex more. I do think this is the one spot where women are lucky because we can have sex whether we're turned on or not because mm. it's just a hole. We don't have to do anything. Obviously, you can be dry. You can be more lubed up. But for a man to do that, he has to mm. be turned on. And so we have a we don't have a tell. Like we can pretend, we can fake it, we can do all that. Okay. Men can't. So I feel this is one place where we are the lucky ones because we yep. can just go, sure, let's do it. We don't, and we can fo- moan and go, yeah, oh yeah, and not mean <laughs> any of it, just to I be know. honest. Penis but a man, envy, what a joke. Who wants yeah, a penis? So a, a man has to get an erection and he might not be there yet. And he might be embarrassed about it, or he might be just trying to g- go through his own transition. I think women forget that, yes, we do all the physical work a lot of times mm-hmm. the first six months or a year, but the man is also like, whoa, what happened? Like things just mm-hmm. changed. I think a lot me. of men are in shock. Mm-hmm. You should be. Just, I mean, yeah, they are in shock because that's, that's, I mean, your life is so altered when you have a child. Yeah. I don't know how people can't see that. I know that. I've never even had a child. Yeah. But people are like, oh my God, I had no idea. It's like, well, what were you thinking? I, I hate when people say that. They're like, it's totally different. I'm like, what did you think? Yeah. I will tell you, after the first one, I've noticed that I think you're not as shocked because you're already, that role has already become you. You understand it. It's much quicker to get over things the second time. You're like, we've done this before. So yeah, and this is their first one, isn't it? Yes. It is their first baby. Yeah. yeah. So don't, it's not your weight. Have an honest conversation. Tell him you love him. See what he needs. And just know if you, you're good. And it's great that you still want to do it because I hmm. sure as hell didn't. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, good for her. Good for All her. Right. Next question. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. My wife of 12 years has suddenly changed from not enjoying sex very much to wanting to try new things. I'm obviously pleased, but also a little paranoid because she seems very practiced doing things we've never done together. Where has she learned this stuff? Why the change all of a sudden? I'm trying not to jump to conclusions. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to jump right with you, buddy. I'm not. I'm not. I'm okay. not jumping to the I think because I think something's obviously made her aware that she needs to be more adventurous. Something. Now, that could be so many things. It could be some friends said to her, God, except maybe her best friends or one of her friends has broken up with her husband and the husband broke up with her because she was so boring in bed and and she's thinking shit I better get my shit together here maybe one of her friends is having this hot new you know relationship and she's thinking god that sounds good maybe I should like ramp things up a bit maybe she's watching a hot tv show and getting all turned on by that and seeing things and thinking yeah maybe I should try that maybe she's reading a hot book maybe she's listening to us and thinking I need to get a bit more adventurous maybe she's lost weight and because that can stop women, you know, trying new things. If she's dramatically lost weight or changed her appearance or feeling really good about herself, that can mean that, you know, women who are very reticent in bed suddenly, you know, start suggesting all sorts of things. Maybe she's having fantasies about somebody but doesn't want to have an affair and she's channeling that lust towards you. So that's all those positive things. But has to be said, yes, that changes in sexual behaviour including wanting sex more and trying things that they didn't do before can be a sign that somebody is having an affair and a sign of infidelity. And it's funny because people think, well, if they're suddenly having more sex with me, they can't be having an affair because they're getting sex elsewhere, but it doesn't. Having an affair makes you sexually aroused with, with basically everything. You're feeling pretty good about yourself. But I think more importantly than this is what does his gut tell him. Is she the sort of person who would have an affair? Is she getting territorial over her phone? Has her habits changed? Is there any signs other than this that something bad is happening? Because otherwise, I mean, how you get good at something without practicing is you look at porn, you watch something, you read about it, you do research. It's not like the old days where you have to, you know, go under your dad's bed and find a magazine, you know. She can sex, sex skills are learnt. We're not born with them. So she could easily look at something on porn and then know what to do with it. So I think first up, you need to say, what's caused this new you in bed? I'm absolutely loving it. But, you know, where has it all come from? And see what she says. Read her. You should know her. She, he's been with her for long enough to be able to tell her body language. And then come up with your own new moves. And try yeah. and surprise her that way. You come up with a few new moves. But I think if you say to, if you sort of say to her, look, there's something going on here, I'd be really annoyed if I decided to get sexier and suddenly somebody said that to me. But if you say to her, what's caused this? This is fabulous. She'll give it away if it's not something good, I think. Yeah, yeah I agree. I don't think, I think you don't want to be accusatory at all because she hasn't, there's, if there's nothing else that's saying something you want to be very kind because women try really hard sometimes to change and they make a decision. Maybe she watched Bridgerton. Maybe she watched Sex Life on Netflix. I mean, there's so many things that we never had to show us what what women could do in bed. And so now our generation, who's now in our 30s and 40s, are able to try new things because we didn't even know what was possible. It might not even be that she's watching porn. Basically, stuff on TV here in America at yeah, least yeah, is porn. Absolutely. And it's actually more beautiful because it's not so just sex. It's like the mm-hmm. emotion of it and the, the the you know, just the, the, the buildup. So I think, I do think too, she might like someone at work. She might have felt, somebody might have felt like he, he was attracted to her and she felt that. I would say mm-hmm. that, and my husband and I used to talk about this, you know, as long as you don't do anything that you wouldn't want done to you, 
you are, it, it'd be great if some guy at work thinks that she's beautiful and is kind to her and she's not crossing a line, but it's making her feel more sexy. Good for her. You know, you, mm. my, my mom's from Brazil and they always say, you're married, you're not dead. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're... I always forget your mom's from Brazil. Yeah. Would you want to know though? I don't know whether I'd like... Miles I don't think you need to know. I don't think he needs to know. If she hasn't done anything, <laughs> I would just enjoy it. If you, and like you said, if she's not being weird about something or she's not you don't that you're I do I love what you said that we trust our gut like sit down with your intuition and go what is this is this me just being kind of anxious or is there something off here that I need to look into phone look at how territorial she is over her phone that will tell you everything your phone yeah that's so true yeah Yeah. and just yeah be honest but I wouldn't go out and ask like what's wrong with you because now you're then you turn it into something that she's probably may have worked hard for to get to yeah exactly so exactly yep Good luck on that one. Okay, last question. Oh, this is so my husband. But I mean, he wouldn't have asked. He would have just said it. I thought, did she write this in? I know. (laughs) I find it really arousing when women wear high heels to bed with nothing else on. I don't think this classifies as a foot fetish because so many men enjoy it. But my question is this. In this very woke, constant aware world, is it okay to ask a woman to do this? How long into your relationship should I wait? I don't want her to think I need this to get off, but I don't want to end up with someone who won't indulge it either. Mm. Listen, you go ahead and just ask that lady to keep those high heels on, big boy. I mean, listen, let that be the biggest thing you ask. My husband asked it every day of my life from the time (laughs) I was 19 until I was 40. And I obliged maybe five times in my whole life when I had been drinking. Five times, Jesus. Well, I just, first of all, I didn't want to puncture the bed. I didn't know. I, I was like, what are we doing here? It was dark. If, the problem for me is when he wanted the lights on, that's when he wanted the heels on. I was like, we're turning the lights down. But right. I, I think it's, I think anything in this woke consent aware world means that you have to ask the woman. And I don't think mm. that's, I don't think you need to worry about that. You just ask. It's pretty innocent, isn't it, though, when, 100%. It, when it comes down to it. Also, just one point in his email where he said um, loads of men love it, so I know it's not a fetish. Well, that's, that doesn't mean it's not a fetish. You know, you can have a million people loving something and it could be a fetish. A fetish is when you need something oh. to become aroused and climax. But he's saying he likes it, he doesn't need it. So it's not a fetish, but just to point that out. But I think, I was thinking about this, and I think it's pretty mild on the scale of things. But I reckon you get... I reckon he'd get more kickback from saying to somebody, I want you to wear high heels out of bed. Because seriously, after COVID, all we do is wear trainers now. Didn't I got completely out of the habit of wearing oh, yeah. high shoes. We're walking around in comfortable shoes. We don't feel like we're going to break our neck if we've had a few drinks. We have to walk downstairs. It's fabulous. And to put on high heels now is a big deal for me. And Mars is like, can't you wear heels? And it's like, you go and shove your feet into some shoes that are really uncomfortable. And I mean, mind you, Mars has got whopping great feet. So he is often shoving his feet into things that are uncomfortable. But but in bed, like so out of bed, I'd be really pissed off. But in bed, I love wearing high heels. It makes your legs look good, makes me feel sexy, puts me instantly in the mood, makes me feel powerful. Yeah. You know, my husband loves it. I think it's fine. But I did a bit of research about this just to check. And it is an age thing. I think it's more popular with older women. Maybe because younger women don't wear heels as much. I don't know. They don't wear heels. Like my daughter, I was watching them. They all went to a dance to prom or homecoming and they all wear tennis shoes. And I was thinking, you're so damn lucky. Because for us in New York and London, we would freeze to death on New Year's 
in stilettos and a tiny skirt. Those girls would never will know what it was like to walk in the ice and rain yeah, in stiletto exactly. for 12 hours. We were a tougher oh, generation. Hours. We were we yeah. were a tougher generation. Yeah, we, we had more grit, didn't we? We were gritty. I do think I do think that but they seem fine about it, these young women. But it was very much I don't want to be pressured, I don't want to do it all the time. So so but I do agree, don't you, that he should find out before he commits because it's such an innocent thing to ask that she'd have to be really mean-spirited yeah. sexually to do yeah. that. So I wouldn't go out with somebody who wouldn't put on heels. But when to suggest I would say, depending on her personality, obviously if you've got someone really out there or someone really shy, between the seventh and tenth time they have sex. Oh, I say I say third. Do you? So I, th- I thought I'd go conservative. Yeah, maybe third. It's nothing. It's it's her shoes. I mean, it's it's just, it, let's just hope it's already on her outfit. Just take everything off except that and just say, is it okay if we leave these on? Yeah, yeah. Well, good. Okay, because I was thought I was I was thinking to myself, shit. Am I just trying to? I mean, am I just thinking that there's nothing to it? But okay, let's settle on between three and five. But yeah. if she's all shy, I wouldn't. Can I tell you that I just got oh my god, I just forgot about this. I had the weirdest thing once where I was recording this show really late, and I long story, but I ended up having to share a cab, a black cab with somebody I didn't know, complete stranger. Got put in this cab with this guy with a, a producer. About one o'clock in the morning, I didn't have any money because they were supposed to give me this cab right. to come home and there weren't, weren't any cars. And this guy, he was quite good looking, quite young, and he seemed quite friendly and everything. And then within about five minutes, I was like, God, you're really drunk. And he knew who I was. And he and I had really high shoes on because I'd just been filming. And he looked down, he went, oh, my God, your shoes are amazing. And I said, oh, thank you very much. Have you know what do you think about foot fetishes? And went on and on and on. Then by the time we got to the destination, he'd said, "Can I touch your shoes? Would you mind if I touched your shoes?" And then before he got out, he said, "You had sex." No, (laughs) no, no, no. I had my husband at home. Oh, and then he said, "Can I lick my your shoes? Would you mind if I licked your shoes?" There's a cabbie in the front who didn't even turn around to see if I was all right or anything. At this stage, I was feeling really bloody threatened. And I was, I was like, where is this going to go? This is just I'll tell you where weird. it's going to go, to him licking your paw. I know. And I just said no. Was... And he said, why? Why? You're, you, what, because of what you do, what's so wrong about that? I just went, weren't you licking my... It's dirty, you dirty dog. <laughs> well, that's what he wanted. That's what he wanted. You dirty, dirty stuff. dog. It's <laughs> wit, late. late. This, these things have been walking around in bird poop. Oh, my God. You I sicko. Just trying not to be non-judgmental. Yeah. So I, and so, just let me ask you this. So, say you would have sex now with your heels on, right? Hundred percent. What about if they wanted to lick your heels? Nope, that's a no for me. And I'm not saying I don't. I'm happy for people that allow licking of feet and shoes. Yeah, feet are fine. I think shoes is different. Feet don't, are fine. I, I, if you tried to suck my toe. I'd be like, mm, that's not going to work. <laughs> Have you ever had your toe sucked? It's the weirdest feeling. I don't want it. They reckon, listen, you've got to try it. There's a nerve. They reckon there's a nerve that goes right directly. I thought I would just hate it. It feels really strangely erotic. That's because you're you and I'm me. <laughs> Nobody is sucking my big toe, my baby toe, my pinky toe, nothing. I don't want that. And it's, I don't judge you, and I'm not going to get hate mail for people that have toe-sucking <laughs> love. I'm just saying, personally, it's not something. If you want, if you're looking to date me, please do not start. No toe-sucking. I'm not, like, getting off on it, but I did want to try it once. And there is a weird reaction. I want you to there massage my feet. Just don't lick my feet. 
And no, I don't want you licking my shoe. I don't. No, I think there's something, yeah, I think that crosses some kind of line. But if you do it, you're not weird. But the heels in bed, the heels in bed, yeah, of course, no, no one's weird for doing anything. Well, I suppose there is a line. (laughs) But, yeah, but certainly asking a girl to, a woman to wear our heels in bed certainly is not. You're totally fine. I think it's very classy. I think it's very sexy. Yeah. It's like asking someone to leave their bra on or their underwear on and to have a visual. Mm. I think you're totally fine. Knock yourself out. Go for it. She will not be offended. And if she is, she's the wrong no. girl for you. Yeah, get rid of her if she's offended. Exactly. Like I said, I think it's really mean-spirited. Exactly. Okay. Right, let's see what we get from that. All right. What hate mail. Actually, we don't get very much hate mail. We've only had one or two letters. Oh, actually, we did get one which didn't pass on to you from a guy saying he's sick of us talking about that if you do the housework, you get sex. Because <laughs> huh. he says he's been doing the housework for ages and he hasn't had sex and he's sick of us saying that's the solution because it's not. Well, you got bigger problems, buddy. That's what I'll tell you. It's yeah. more than that. Bless him. Exactly. All right. Thank you guys right. so much. We will be talking to you guys next week. Have a wonderful day. See you. Thanks for listening to Sex Talk. If you'd like your question answered on the show, send it to us at sextalkpod.com. So that's S-E-X-T-O-K-P-O-D.com. You'll find info about my books, sex products, and more sex advice at tracycox.com. And that's Tracy with an E. If you like this podcast, please send it to your friends and rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.